live in Nashville, Tennessee. You are listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. Nashville's number one daily podcast. Brought to you by Think Nashville. Think Nashville. Think Brad. Think Brad. It's Nashville Daily Podcast. Hello and good morning and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I am your host, Stuart Deming, and today's episode is brought to you by Brad Reynolds. If you're looking for real estate here in the Nashville market, make sure to text him at 615-856-3270. There has been a lot of news breaking over the last few weeks here in Nashville, especially what's happening at the Tennessee State Capitol. We're going to be covering that more in depth next week, uh, but joining me in studio today is Brad Reynolds. Good morning. How are you? This good. episode's brought to you by you. Well, I've been proud presenter for just about a year now. So yeah. good to see you. Glad to be back. Uh, we're, we are glad to have you. So a few things that we're going to be talking about today include the new development over at the Bellmead Plaza. Yes. And you, you have lived in that area for a long time. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to be talking about how Four Seasons was just recognized as one of the best hotels in the world. We'll yeah. talk about that here in a second. And then we're going to dive deep into the real estate market. Let's uh, do there's, it. there's a lot happening here in Nashville from a market standpoint, Nashville has just ranked the top job market in the country. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so th- there's a lot happening in this market, and we, the national spotlight has been on Tennessee with everything happening at the Tennessee State Capitol. Do you have any thoughts about that, or do you just want to skip that topic? I, uh, I think we've all, with with Covenant, with all the things going on in our our city, our state, and our world, the last uh, few weeks, I think uh, I think I'll just stick to the real estate today. All right. So. I, I'm A-OK with that. Uh, so there's this plan to redevelop. Uh, it's called Bellmead Plaza. And yes. I have uh, Greg, the Google guy, hanging from a parachute right now. Uh, I think this is the wrong one. No, that's not the right one. Hold on. Don't show it, Nick. Let me find it. There we are. OK, so go ahead, Nick. Go ahead and show this. Let me 3D this. There we are. Okay. All right, so this is Bellmead Plaza located in the area called Bellmead. And there's right a lot outside. of controversy uh, right beside. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's a, a lot of controversy here. A lot of locals are, are opposing this development that's coming into this area. Let me see if I could drop Greg the Google guy into this parking lot so we can have a better perspective. Yep. So if you see these buildings, these buildings look like they were built, what, in the 60s? Brad, you probably have a little bit more insight into this. Yeah, so the Bellmead Plaza has been around forever. I don't think it's essentially changed since, I mean, the 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, probably the same look. I think one of the things, so first and foremost, I'm a big fan of this development. I've went to a couple of the meetings that AJ Capital, uh, Hastings, and some of the other folks uh, did at, at uh, MBA. Uh, many people came out and spoke for. Many people came out and spoke against. I'm thankful that uh, uh, unanimously it was approved, and it's going to be moving forward. I think it, it's interesting. A lot of people come in town and hear about places like Bellmead or Green Hills, and then kind of the entry point to Bellmead is this out-of-date, out-of-style 1960s shopping center that in my opinion, we can do a lot better. And AJ Capital, who has done a ton of projects, not only locally, but around the country, has... Oh, they, they have one of the best portfolios oh, yeah, in the yeah. country. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you look at uh, what they've done, uh, they're really cool. I yeah. mean, yeah, really especially, cool. Especially with like, their historic buildings that they've restored. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. They're, they're really involved in the Wedgwood-Houston community. Oh, yeah. And it, it is uh, what they've done over in Wedgwood-Houston. Do they have is, the, the Merritt Man... What's that mansion they've got yeah, over the there? Mansion. Mer- yep. Did uh, I say that right? No, Mary, not Merit. I can't remember. Marianne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Was that the one that uh, that the uh, uh, 
rock, who is the rock band that had purchased it? Uh, Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if they're technically rock. Uh, but. So that the home is interesting. So the area, I'll just give a little history of Wedgwood, Houston. There was a guy named Captain John C. Rains, and he served in the Revolutionary War. It's and he land had, grant. Yeah, he had the land grant yeah. to come here and settle this area. So his land grant was 630 acres in Wedgwood, Houston. Uh, that's which, a lot of land. Which today would be worth like a billion dollars. Probably, uh, yeah. Or more. Um, and he he developed that area. He was the first also man to bring cattle here to Middle Tennessee. Huh. So he brought about 35 cows wow. on a boat with him with John Donaldson. And huh. then he was the first one to bring actual, like, milking cows and cattle here to Middle Tennessee. Uh, but AJ wow. Capital Group basically owns that entire neighborhood. Yes. Uh, at least the main core of Wedgwood, yeah. Houston. They own the Soho House. They yep. own they own Because that's lot I think that's where things. their office is over in I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And that uh but the it, Nashville Warehouse company. Yes. yes that yeah. new that incredible big building where they took the old scoreboard. Yep. From the Nashville yeah. Sound Stadium. No, I um, think they're across. Aren't they across the street in the old May Hosiery? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Either and way, that. Do you know the history area. of that factory? A little bit, but I can right. probably not recall it. Uh, uh, as you so, so the history of that factory is really fascinating. Uh, it was these two, uh, I believe, two guys from Germany that came over in the early, early 1900s. They started this fa- uh, sock factory. In the early 1900s, this factory was making all of the socks for the U.S. prison system. Wow. And then they saw what was about to happen in Germany. And the owner of the company went over to Germany and he brought back over, I think it was like 250 people that were of Jewish descent, huh. brought them back and then turned that into a bomb factory. Oh, wow. So those bombs bombed the Nazis. Huh. Super fascinating. And then they were the, the company that made the socks for the first astronauts in space. Well, and, 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 and another layer to that could have been my grandfather flew a B-24 during World War II. So potentially the bombs they, that the he bombs, dropped yeah. on Germany could have come. Maybe not. Probably not. But it, it probably uh, came from a Nashville factory, Nashville or Scranton, Pennsylvania factory. Could have. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's wild. All right. So let's get back to this Bellmead Plaza. Yes. yes. Um, so this is from the Tennessee and they did a great job. The, the thing about the Tennessee is that's really great is they have a, all of this archival Mm-hmm. Photos of mm-hmm. Nashville, which is fantastic. Uh, but we have a photo from 1961. This is the day before the ribbon cutting for the Bellmead Plaza. So nothing has changed yeah, since the literally. 60s. Just the restaurants. Just and the restaurants just and the, the things. But the, the cool thing is, is look at how big those cars were. Yeah, I like it. The cars today. Um, so. I know nothing about cars. Are you a big car guy? No, Nick is the car. Well, I'll have guy. to talk to Nick afterwards. Yeah. I, you know, people ask me all the time, how much horsepower has your car got? I don't know. Five. It's got four wheels and gets me there. Yeah. Four wheels, four doors. So this is what it looked like in 1961. And Nick, I'm about to throw up the new renderings. Oh, don't throw up. Oh, no, sorry. I don't sorry, want to throw sorry. up either. But uh, okay, so these are the new renderings. These are the proposed renderings. And you probably saw these when you went to. Yes. Was it an open forum? What was it that you went to? Yeah, so they had uh, the first forum I went to was at NBA Montgomery Bell Academy there uh, on Harding and uh, basically they came and uh, shared both uh, William Hastings from Hastings Architecture uh, some of the AJ Capital people and I mean, it was great. I, I, you know, my wife previously was an architect, and she worked for her father's firm, Thomas Miller Partners, TMP, and uh, I talked to him about it's kind of, you know, it's it's you're up there just taking questions from the general public. Some are valid questions. Others are statements posed as questions. Others are just people rambling. And I, I sympathized. Not many people would sympathize with the people presenting, but I did think, and if I was in their shoes, I don't know how I would. You know, some of these people you just can't make happy. That's yeah, yeah, just yeah. the reality. Yeah. Um, 
I think the project is tremendous, and they actually asked me to come and speak in favor of it. I uh, had a schedule conflict and couldn't, but I'm thrilled. Apparently, it'll be about, uh, what, 36 months, probably a couple-year uh, build-out, and I think they were saying 2027, was that right? Something like that, when they wanted okay. to be done. Okay. Um, when, uh, when's the estimate of them potentially breaking Starting, around? I think they had said early 2024. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so they I, have to, I they think... Have to shut down all these businesses. So, yeah. I wonder if they have to do a payout for the lease agreements and all that stuff. You know, there's a lot of legalities and yeah. a lot of behind the scenes that we don't yeah. see. Yeah, and you had a couple of those people come and talk at the event about, you know, the people that lose their jobs and, you know, change is a part of life. And uh, certainly it's sad for anybody who would, but... The, the, the thing you know, is, there's options close, like, like the Kroger is going to yeah. go in across the street. Is, is it across the street or down the street where the Harris Teeter was? I think it was down the down street. Down the street, yeah. yeah. Which, the second I don't know yeah. how they'll make that. I'm sure they'll go there, but I don't know how they'll make that work with the parking, but it's not for me to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's somebody that gets paid a, a little bit different yeah. pricing. Uh, so the interesting thing about this is Nashville's job market is so hot right now. Mm. Uh, it's like a New Zoolander Hansel. He's so hot right now. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite like movie lines. The uh, We were at the governor's breakfast two weeks ago, and... They basically said, we need an additional 100,000 people just to occupy all of the available jobs in Middle Tennessee. Well, so th- there's jobs we need to people. be had. We yeah. need people. So it's never been easier to get a job in the state of Tennessee, probably. Yeah. The interesting thing, and, and Nick can talk about more about this, but it, it's taken some companies months to get back to him because he was looking for jobs, and it, it's taken months and months to get back to him. And I would, I wish Nick. I'm just going to say this since you're here. I wish I could employ you full time. I'm just we're not there as a business yet. You'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. But uh, let's go into these renderings for Bellamy Plaza. Uh, so these is this is coming from Metro Planning. Yes, Metro Nashville Planning Department, uh, which also came from Hastings Architecture because they're the ones doing this. Okay, so this is rendering one. BTW, if you want, if you ever get to meet William Hastings, he is the man in this city. Yeah, yeah. Absolute legend in this town. Uh, really cool guy. Yeah, I'd love to have him on the podcast Yeah, because he has developed some well, of the I, coolest things in town. And he's not even a licensed architect. He himself is not. He just employs people. Yeah. Well, his you know his dad started it okay. know, years ago. So awesome. All right. So th- this is where the controversy of traffic was coming in. So this rendering, uh, it looks like an old historic like barn type situation. Something we- like that we can see like at the factory. Yes. Which so they initially had some barn like features, and one of the few critiques I did agree with with was people was like, "Hey man, like we don't need like you, you know just we don't want that look necessarily, you know." Uh, a lot of brick, a lot of glass, yeah, yeah. just just stuff that's timeless. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're looking at the rendering there, yeah, you've got the Ingram uh, uh, Marine building in the, mm-hmm. the background there. And, um, you know, they had a couple different variations. I think these people are smart. They'll come in, they'll have renderings with, that with more mass than they're actually going to have, and then yep. they'll scale it back. Of course. Uh, I think they update the renderings. Game. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Um but yeah, I think what they I think what they landed on was great. I actually liked the tallest ones initially. Nobody else, probably very few people did. But I I thought I did. Those I, were I, great. I, I thought yeah, the way that it was outlined with yeah. the yeah. the stream back there, I thought yeah. it was fantastic. Because yeah. if you think about that last thought, if you look at that Kroger now, part of the Kroger is built over Ridgeland Creek. Yeah. You could not do that for environmental re- many reasons, but especially environmental today. Uh, some of the guys that came talked about how when they were kids, they played back in that mm-hmm. creek back in there. And, um, 
you know, you would not want to do that today. But hopefully with cleaning it up, it'll be at least something pretty to look at. And uh, Maybe you can fish. Yeah, maybe you can fish. Maybe. I don't know if it's big enough to canoe or anything like that, but uh, it'll be cool. All right. So th- this is another rendering. Um, I, I like the fountain. I think that's a fountain that I'm seeing in this rendering. Yep. And then also, I just, I like the, I love the aesthetic. Like yes. the, the brick. The brick. I, and if it doesn't go with the barn theme, like, I love the aesthetic. I think that's really Bellmead. Yes. When you drive down Bellmead Boulevard and yeah. you see these incredibly historic brick homes and they're just, they're well maintained and preserved. All right. So this is the, the greenway that's going to be over on the back side, the body of water. Uh, these are the taller buildings that you were mentioning here. Which really and aren't even that tall. I mean, one of the things... It's like 12 stories, right? Yeah. One of the things the developers really talked about was initially it was, we're not going to be any taller than the tall the the top height of the Ingram building. Basically, they would show the elevation because the, you know, the Ingram building sits a little higher up the hill yep. there, um, which I thought was good. I mean, again, these people are smart. They know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, this, is, this isn't the It won't rodeo. stick out, basically, was, yeah, yeah. Their, was their point. And I would agree. So that, that area just screams more development. And you're going to see it between that, between the HG Hill project around the corner, between the stuff proposed on Whitebridge Road. Yep. Um, we're going to see this all over Nashville. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting going through Nashville, and you're you're also a developer as well as an agent. Um, what's your thoughts on on Donaldson? I know I know I know you and I have talked about it off air. Yeah, but it hasn't like it has been touched by development a little bit. But I think the thing about Donaldson is they're like the neighborhood is really about preserving these homes that were built in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and you, you're not seeing these these lots in Donaldson that HPRs. What's an HBR? Oh, the horizontal pro- the, the yes. new builds, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Yep. Yeah, I'm all for development. I'm probably one of the most pro-development guys you would ever meet. But I do think there are certain areas that need to have old historic homes. Not everything's got to be new. Yep. And you're giving me a little too much credit on the developer stuff. I own some land here in town where people have an, uh, plans to develop, but I'm not okay. a developer myself. You're not a developer. One day. One day. One day. You're, you're going to get that. Um, but I think probably in, in Donaldson right now where you've got... Um, you have the train station, the proposed train station. Yes. And what's the, what's the spot where like Uncle Bud's is, where they've got like the new... Is that the library they're Old putting Olympic there? Library. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. isn't that kind of like the big... Isn't that what they're calling their downtown yeah. back in yeah. there? Yep. Um, so it's all going to be this town square. It's yeah. going to be... Jeff Syracuse was all over that. Yes. Uh, he's, he's, been, that. he's been fantastic with... Uh, really trying to build a vision and future for Donaldson. Yes. Donaldson will become the transportation hub of Middle Tennessee. Is that where the Tennessee Star comes yep. out back yep. in there? Is that? Yeah. It, it just popped it's, 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 it's The train is interesting because they're very limited because yeah. it's a CSX track. Right. Uh, but it will be in the state of Tennessee has had this plan for 10 or 15 years. Donaldson will become the hub of transportation in Nashville. And the reason for that is there's been a lot of talk of a monorail from the airport hmm. from Donaldson into downtown Nashville. Wow. Uh, there's been, there's been some discussions of, uh, the monorail, there's been discussions of elevated monorails. Like, there's a lot of talk See, in when, this world. When you say elevated monorails, you know what I instantly think of? Atlanta? Disney. Oh, Disney. You, you, know, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, is that like Epcot where they've got the, the monorail? Which would be, it would be interesting because they've, they've built part of the infrastructure going down Murfreesboro Pike yeah. for something. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? A monorail going down Murfreesboro Pike would be interesting because... You'll get to see all the culture of Nashville. That would be that would be pretty cool. But that would, I guess, in terms of a direct, the most direct route, yep. 
it's down Murphy's there's Girl. There's no other way, yep. is there? I mean, well, even somebody. even even so, when I uh, first visited Nashville uh, over ten years ago, I took a bus from the airport to downtown. Yeah, it was like twelve minutes. It yeah. was fantastic because I had just have that express line, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. this is this is fantastic. Yeah, and I think um, I think that that road is really primed to come back eventually. I mean, it's, I, I drive down all the time. In the 60s, it was prime. Yeah. It, w- it was prime real estate in Nashville. Yeah. There was an apartment complex that Dolly Parton used to live in, uh, right there on Murphy's Barrow and Spence Lane. Wow. And uh, I believe Roy Aclef had a place there, too. Like, there was a lot. That apartment complex had a post office. Did Roy save the Ryman? Was was he one of the main ones that saved the Ryman? He was one of them, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, absolutely. See, I, I get us off, off topic here. Yeah, it's it's all good. All right, so um, the Four Seasons Hotel yes. was just named the best new hotel by Travel and Leisure. I saw that. And what are your thoughts on this, Brad? I know you've uh, sold some condos from the Four Seasons. Yeah, uh, so, so have not been in any of the hotel rooms, but I know they're wildly expensive. I think the most uh, expensive one in the city is in, it is in the Four Seasons, $14,000 a night. Uh, so I don't know who is staying there and how often it's used, but... Uh, that's pretty wild. I think most rooms a night are that seven, eight, nine hundred dollar a night, which is still wild to me as yeah. a guy who, when he travels, I'm like a Hampton Inn kind of guy. I'm like a, you know, nothing fancy. Have you been to True by Hilton? Uh, is that around the corner? Uh, they, they or are you just talking the brand itself? Brand, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, maybe. Okay, it's like their new modern take. Uh, so I, I got this wrong. They were not ranked number one. The downtown hotel was number 22 on the list of 100 best new hotels. Close. And number two on the publication's list of 24 best new luxury city hotels around the world. Gotcha. They're, they're building a property over in Dubai right now. And I don't know if it's Four Seasons. Uh, but it's going to be the largest hotel to ever come uh, available in the world. Wow. It's going to be, I think it's 12,000 rooms. It's going to employ 30,000 people. It's going to be massive. That's wild. Well, um, you know, Four Seasons is owned. It's like a joint uh, partnership between Bill Gates and like the Saudis. I mean, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think like 10 years ago, he he scooped it up during like the recession or like put a deal together because the Four Seasons started in Toronto like years ago. I think mm-hmm. like the 60s or 70s, like a family, and then they sold out and um, it's pretty wild. Interesting. Yeah. I, I know of Four Seasons, they have the private jet. Yes. Like if you have certain condos, you get access yeah. to their private jets. They also do that uh, world experience thing. Yes. Where you can travel the world with Four Seasons. Yes. For like I think it's like 180 days throughout the year. And one of the things that I learned from selling, so I sold two different units in there. Um, one of my clients is a Four Seasons collector. These are people that have multiple Four Seasons residences yep. in different cities yep. that, you know, rather than stay in a hotel, they just, they, you know, uh, they stay in their spots when they travel mm-hmm. as a local local real estate agent, established real estate agent, but uh, nothing on that level. I, I found that wild. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing that's interesting right now is, and you knew it was going to happen, you know, they sold them out. The, the prices basically started at like $1,200 a square foot, which is wild. You know, the average price per square foot for Nashville is around three fifty, three to 400 I was going to say 343 but yeah. it's probably closer it, to it, that 350 yeah. Yeah, 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 two-day probably both median and average in the low threes. So it's, you know, it's a fantastic building. I've sold a couple of them, but 1,200 is wild. And then you've got a couple of resales that are happening now where people are asking 1,800, 1,900, 2,000. $2,000 I mean, $2, is 2,000 is like that, Manhattan price. I, uh, I saw there's a, there's a commercial building somewhere in, uh, near Donaldson 
And it was, it, it's 6,000 square feet, but the monthly rent was $30,000 a month for 6,000 square feet. Well, $5 a square foot. I mean. No, that was more than that. Or if the, uh, it was like $19 or $28 a square foot. It's ridiculous. Gotcha. Yeah, it was like, I because I, I was like pricing it out. I'm like, that building looks interesting. I think well, it would be really at, well. Six at five would be 30. So, but it, but I I, I get I get your yeah, point. It's it, it was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, there's no way that a small yeah. business could afford this. Which you know, Nashville being a huge logistics center, you know, we need more warehouse space. One of the big developers in town, Meg Epstein, CA South, that's been one of their big things in recent years is just are doing they, a are lot they of the commercial ones space. Building all of the square footage in Wilson County. Uh, are they the ones that, that just was brought to inventory like yes. 14 million square feet? Yes, a lot of it. Now, I've okay. only met her twice, uh, so she's, to call her a, a friend is a stretch, um, but she's, they're, they're doing a lot. And they're doing a lot. Of, they've done a lot of short-term rentals. When you go up 8th, um, when you look in Pie Town, they're doing, uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the, the project right now, but they've- they're, At Sale South? No, it's around the corner. It's literally behind Paseo South. It, it, it literally follows the train tracks in the back. It's oh, like a triangular I know, I know, lot. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. It's yep. like six stories. It's, it's, and I just had somebody reach out to me about uh, buying one of them yesterday. Let me, uh, let, me so have, anyways. let me have Greg, the Google guy, throw this up real quick. It's Pie Town. If There's you don't know Pie why Town. it's called Pie Town, it's, it's literally the shape of a pie. 8th, Lafayette, and the highway. That's it. Is it, um, it's, it's, is it this triangle lot right here? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's on the it's on the eastern side of the tracks there. So yep. yeah, this one right here. Um, why can't I think Hive H Y H Y V E is what it's okay. called. It's all short term rentals, which you know short term rentals are something I get. Pro- I still get a call a week from people who are like. I live in New York. I want to buy a place to short-term rent, and then there's all these rules they don't know about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to have um, locally owned. It's it's a it's yeah a mess. Basically, you've got two choices. You mm-hmm. can have a house that you single-family residence that you own that you rent out part of it, or you can have a additional property on your property for it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a detached accessory dwelling unit, a dad do, a day do, whatever they call it. Um, or what's happened in recent years, and Meg's been a big proponent of this, is go out and build a whole development where the entire thing is zoned STR eligible. And that's what Hive is. And so many of the stuff uh, going up on 8th, and she built one on the river recently. And um taking advantage of that. Now, the downside, if you're listening and want to do it, is you're going to pay 30 to 40% more per square foot for the right to do it. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm always a glass kind of half full kind of guy, but I think what's going to happen in the next year or two is I think we're overbuilding these things. And I, and I think a lot of people that are buying them, the, the cap rates are going to get compressed, margins are going to get compressed. Um, I'm all for it, but I, I well, there was a there was an article recently that Airbnb and you may have the number of this, Airbnb paid what was a two hundred and eighty five million dollars out to local Nashville residents or people who own short term rentals here yes. in Nashville, so the money's there to be made. Yes, that, that's a that's a that's a nice little profit share. It it is. I just think that um, you know a lot of people will call me and, and I'm like, they're, they're like, my budget's 400. And I, I, they basically, they think they can get really rich off it. And you can, you can do well, but there's a lot of to competition. Get, to, and yeah, to get rich off of short-term rentals, you, you need, need a have, lot. You need to have a lot yeah. and you need to have a diverse portfolio. Yes. That's not in Davidson County. You need to go outside of the county lines 
where you don't have the regulations of Davidson County. Yes, and the interesting thing on that, and, and then we'll turn it back to the conversation. I think more and more people are starting to return to hotels. The last, I am. I, yeah, yeah, I am. The last four or five times I've traveled, I've stayed in a hotel where previously for years had only been an Airbnb VRBO guy. And, and, so. and, part, and part of the reason for that is, and we, we experienced this. So we stayed in Gatlinburg in January, my wife and I, and the cabin was amazing. Mm. But you're paying. A lot, like a huge amount in cleaning fees, and you're like, the cleaning fees do not make sense. Yes, like yeah. I, I understand you have to, like you're in the mountains, you have to get a company out there to clean your cabin and all this stuff. But recently, I've been staying in more hotels yeah. than I have short-term rentals because I'm the kind of guy. Show me what the total price is up front. Yeah. Don't don't show me the price, and then and after then you, you add in the, the state tax yep. and this tax and the tax for the. Uh, I'm all for the Titan Stadium, but the tax for this this stadium or that thing or this local initiative, it's like, oh, it want, and then it's like, oh, also, will you take all the all the sheets off the bed and start the laundry and do this? And it's like, and then uh, so I, was, eh. I was in Colorado, staying at a short term rental, and this was my ter- my worst experience. I gave them a one star. It was awful. Uh, they, it was required. If you stayed there, you needed to spongy your own shower uh, window. I'm not doing that. And I did it. But it was a terrible experience. And they they said there was a curfew after 9 p.m. Like, you can't be loud after 9. And I'm like, yeah, this is never – you're getting a one-star. I'm not 12. So, yeah, it was – it's it's an interesting, interesting market. Okay, so let's – speaking of markets. Yes. And then – and even building on that, that last part, let's talk about the Ritz for a moment. What what do you know there? I mean – I think the Ritz is happening. Yeah. And I guess the, it's the question of when. Well, so they've they've had the ground for forever, for years, and yeah. it's been barricaded for months. Yeah. For six or seven months, it's been barricaded. Yeah. They've had the renderings um, out there. The renderings are fantastic. I think the Ritz is going to happen. Yeah. I, I And the reason for that is the Titan Stadium will be approved. Yeah. It, it, there's no doubt in my mind the Titan Stadium is not moving forward. Yeah. Um, and the wild thing there is, uh, what, so they were supposed to break ground into last year, yep. and then it was first quarter this year. Now they're saying, I think they're saying summer this year. So I think yep. you're right. It'll happen. Um, but the reason the reason for me agreeing with the Ritz coming to town yeah. is they're seeing the success of Four Seasons. They're yeah. seeing the su- success of Grant Hyatt. Yeah. They're seeing the success of the downtown Hilton, yeah. of Conrad. Conrad yeah. is massive right now. Sure. W is massive. Sure. The luxury market has not been fully touched here in this city yet. Yeah. It's and a tippy top. The Ritz yeah. is the top of the top. Do you think that's nicer than Four Seasons? From my experiences in the lobbies of Ritz Carlton's, yes. See, I thought so I've too. Never stayed, I've never stayed at either hotel. I've stayed at both. Only once. Okay. I'm not uh, bougie like that. And both in Atlanta. But I thought I thought Ritz was nicer. And I talked to a lot of people. The, the Ritz in New York, one of the Ritzes in New York, is amazing. The yeah. lobby is incredible. Uh, the Four Seasons in New York is beautiful, too. Yeah. Uh, from, a, from a brand standpoint, like just like the idea of would you rather say I'm staying at the Four Seasons or I'm staying at the Ritz? Yeah, to me, it's uh, I'm not saying it either with my budget, but uh, but I thought the Ritz was nicer, and I, I asked a lot of people. I think I did an Instagram poll one day about it, and every single person was like, it was basically like, which one would you rather have a condo in? I don't know if there's a difference in the condos and the hotels, but they all said like 80 percent said the Four Seasons, and the interesting thing is, and it's probably because of the concierge service. Probably, I, I've heard probably they're full the, service. They're full service. For, the, the which concierge, is big. the concierge service at Four Seasons. You're paying for it. Yes, like you're definitely paying for it. Yes. But, uh, I've and heard the concierge, they're, they're the best of the best. And last thought on Four Seasons, 
the four seasons. So it's not just, and we've talked about this on the show, it's the cost, the HOA cost per month. It's a dollar fifty. You, you may know this. It's a dollar fifty per square foot on the HOA charge. So, so for the four seasons. For the four seasons. So okay. I think it's going to be similar on Ritz. So quick math: most of the units are bigger than a thousand square feet. But if you had a thousand square foot unit, which most are bigger, most start at twelve hundred square feet. At one and a half dollars a square foot, you're paying fifteen hundred dollars per month. Just an HOA. Just an HOA fees. Now compare that to five hundred five or Viridian or Encore. They're about seventy five cents. So you're paying twice as much. But it's, it? the, it's the name. Yes, you're you're, you're paying for the yes. name. Yes, and like you, you, the five hundred five is not a building that's recognized across the United States. No, it's only recognized by us Tony G fans. Yeah. And speaking of Tony G and running into him, he has said, and he, I, he doesn't know me, but I ran into him literally in front of the 505 a few months ago. And I said, when are you breaking ground on the Lee Street, 800 Lee, mm-hmm. you know, on the roundabout yeah, yeah. across we, we, from Ritz? We talked, we talked about this one uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. And he said, no dirt's moving until Ritz gets going. Which makes w- sense. Well, it makes y- all the sense in the world. But does it, though? Because to me, it's like, like why wouldn't you want to start first and get a jump on the sales, I don't know. Maybe. Well, it's so. When, when is Lincoln? When is Lincoln property breaking the ground on that million square foot building at the roundabout? Uh, yeah. On, started, uh, uh, well, they've got it barricaded off. That's. Um, I saw. I saw. I saw the drilling presses and stuff over there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Now is that just for the utility work? I don't know because that's the first. Some of the first stuff that happens. It's and that that's alluding me to uh, uh, south. T- uh, it'll come to me the second I come off the air. But once that gets going, Tony's project gets going. Uh, Circle South, that's it. Circle South, yeah. Circle South. And then you look at all the other stuff going on in Pie Town. Um, Dude, Pie Town is going to be, it, it's it's such a. Pie Town and East Bank will be the two they're biggest gonna be the, changes. The biggest changes yeah. in the city. It's wild. Um, I saw a photo uh, the other day from Fort Nagley in 1958. And the only building that was there was the LNC building. Hmm. So we're going to do a side by side comparing the 1958 Soviet style. Yeah, the Soviet style building. I got to go up in there with you. Dude, it is. I always go up in the Viridian and look. Nashville. Yeah. Hands down, the best views in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, because you get to see the AT&T building. And it's like, whoa, right there. It's, it's amazing. All right, let's get into the market. Yes. What, what's the market update? Um, is, yeah. is now a good time to still buy? You know, I think. Yeah, yes, it's always a good time to buy, but do your homework. Uh, I've been so vocal about it the last few years, and especially now. Make sure your agent is good wherever you're looking. Make sure they know the neighborhood, know the comps, know what stuff's worth. It's so much more than just opening a door and going, Stuart, buy this house. You know, you've got to have the wherewithal to ask the questions if you're a buyer, if you're a seller on what stuff's trading for, how long it's taking to sell, what are kind of the concessions buyers are asking for or sellers are giving, and then expect that out of your agent. And if your agent doesn't know it, you better call me uh, because I know these things. Um, in terms of the market, we're still about one-to-one in terms of available for under contract, whether that's Nashville or the surrounding ring cities. And we talked about it off-air before, but a big reason that inventory is not exploding is you have all these people that have bought in recent years with that two, like you, or in me in some ways, two, three, three and a half percent interest rate that are not selling. They don't want, you know, rates right now, five and a half, six, which on a 50-year trend line is about right. Um but these people aren't selling. Or it's also it's also the 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 idea of 
right now, if I were to sell, yeah, I'll have to buy a more expensive house, yes, at a more expensive rate, yes, and give up two acres of land, yes. Like I, I don't want to give up two acres of land. Who wants to give up two acres of land? And if you're going to do it, you got to you've got to be able to negotiate some. And that's the thing too. So many sellers are still not negotiating much. Some are, and but you know, I've had people call me and say, well, rates are way up, or sellers coming way off, and they're stunned when I'm like, not really. Okay. So it's it's you know it, yes it can still be a good time to buy but uh, you've got to be careful there and then many of those people with those interest rates are turning into inadvertent landlords people yep. that had not planned to rent their house but they're yep. like well I'm not going to sell so well, I'll they rent. have they have to well some do yeah. many do but some are like oh my mor- I'm making this up oh my mortgage is is twelve hundred a month but I can now after having owned it four years rent it for twenty five hundred so mm-hmm. I'm going to do that get a lease in place that'll cancel out the payment there which helps what's called your DTI debt to income which lenders use to qualify you. And then maybe if you've got the cash on hand, and that's the big thing, if they have the cash on hand, can go out and get the new place with the new loan. So, yep. uh, but the market's still moving. Um, well, let's talk about the. Um, I know you did a video recently on the cost of rent in yes. Nashville, which is still going up like twenty percent yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so it's still in a sense it's cheaper to still get a mortgage. Yes. at this rate. Yes, if you even if you're if you've got the down payment and most people, if you've got at least 5% on the down payment, you can go conventional with as little as 5% down. Call somebody like me who can talk through the closing costs and prepaids, kind of that whole package of what you can expect. But if you're thinking of renting, you know, look at, you know, get online, play around with parameters on a site like Zillow, and then Google mortgage calculator and kind of compare. And I think for many people, they will be surprised that it is still cheaper to buy than to rent. If you are going to rent, have a plan in place to buy. Because a lot of people, especially people in your 20s, you're focused on having fun, living your life, trying to find that person you want to date and then marry. Um, But I always tell people, don't let too much time go by because time, as we all know, is our biggest asset. And once it's gone, you can't get it back. And you don't want to go from a 24-year-old with a good starter entry-level job and wake up six years later and go, oh, yeah, I should have bought. Oh, yeah, when I was, I could have done when I was 26, 27, 28. And now you're jaded because you're hoping the market comes back down. And it's Which all, it may never. It, well, yes. And yeah. I always tell people, anyone who tells you stuff's going to go up forever is a liar. Nobody knows. But on the whole, the odds are that things yeah. will keep going up. So every month, every year you wait, it's, it, it is hard to outsave the market. You know, it's much easier when you have that first property to have the wind at your back instead of fighting the wind mm-hmm. to then get the equity, pay down the note, maybe eventually rent it out or sell it to then pair that with the money you're saving from your job to get that second one. But if you're fighting the market uh, or if you have people in your life that are, are kind of leading you astray there, it's be careful. I, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but one thing I've, I preach all the time is I got my, bought my first rental property when I was 20 years old. And now 16 years later, it's propelled me so much further, so yeah. much faster than it could have had I waited. Uh, that's another story for another day. But yeah. Well, Brad, thank you for coming on the show. It's always a delight to have you. Yeah. Where can people follow you on social and the number that they can text you? Yes. So as Stuart mentioned at the start of the show, my phone number is still and always will be 615-856-3270. My email address, brad at thinkbrad.com. Thinkbrad.com is my website. Hope to see you there soon. Cheers. 
Thank you for watching the Nashville Daily Podcast. Make sure to check out our brand new company, Explore Tours, and take a tour with us. We have waterfall tours, we have cave tours, we have walking tours, and we also have a tour called History and Hogs, and this is the best barbecue along the Civil War Trail in Middle Tennessee. You can book your tickets at ExploreTours.com. We'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. If you want to learn more, head to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media at Explore.Nash on Instagram, Nashville Daily Podcast on YouTube, and Explore.Nash on YouTube as well. The Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore LLC production, copyright 2023.